Hey, y'all. Welcome back to Tapping Out. I'm Tim. I'm Mario. Mar, we had a pretty pretty interesting elimination chamber early early morning yesterday. I know I was watching with some coffee and rolling. Nice little energy drink, some coffee, some bacon, some eggs. Oh, you can't, can't beat that, man. That. I think, I think you mentioned yesterday. Yeah, you mentioned <laughs> it yesterday. What better wake up with eggs and Drew McIntyre? And I completely agree, man. Like, come on, that's... Like we're, we're we're so we're gonna get into all the matches, but I think first we just have to say, thank God, they made the right call with Drew. I think the one word to kind of describe Elimination Chamber was predictable, but that's not necessarily a bad thing, though. Yeah, listen, listen. If the stories are okay, predictable can be a good thing. It's only when you have like, and this is like the English brain to me. It's only when you have a bad story. We need to rely on, you know, all these surprises. That's not to say surprises aren't good. They're we love them. We need them. But but hey, predictable when you have Drew going to WrestleMania, we'll never complain about never that. gonna complain. Never. <laughs> so we're just gonna kind of jump right into it. Um, we did have a last minute pre-show match um that we'll just mention very, very quick because there's really no significance to it. Um yeah. We had we had Indy Hartwell and Candice LeRae against the Kabuki Warriors for the uh, women's tag team titles. Um, once again, I don't really have much to say. I think it was just a last minute thing because Indy Hartwell is from Australia. But what are your thoughts? Yeah, just to get Indy on the card because realistically they only had Rhea on the card from Australia, so they were supposed to have Big Bronson Reed, which we are actually really bummed about that he wasn't on the card, but. Shout to him, new dad. So congrats, Big Bronson Reed. Um, selfishly, we missed you, but happy for you. Hmm. Um, obviously. Always. But yeah, I mean, it was a match. We all it was very we all knew it was gonna happen. Indy got in the card. Um, and it kind of leaves the women's tag titles. I would say I wonder what direction they have for WrestleMania, but let's be real. This company never has any idea what they're doing with those titles. They just kind of no. go on a whim. And when Indy came out too, she didn't really get that big of a reaction. And I think it's kind of more leads to the crowd in general, which we'll talk about a little bit, but yeah, that was the first initial thing seeing that. And I'm like, eh, listen, I know Indy Hartwell is not some mega superstar, but typically if somebody is back, especially in a different country and they're in their home country, they usually get a, a different reaction than, you know, they get, you know, traveling around the United States and stuff yeah. like that. So I was a little surprised, you know, that she didn't really get much of a reaction, um, which I said, which is normal for her. And, you know, when she's traveling around here, but you would think <laughs> I, if she didn't get a reaction anywhere, it would be, it would be in Australia. Yeah, I agree. I thought, I thought there was going to be a reaction. Um, I don't know if it was because it was an open stadium show. Maybe you can't hear the crowd as much, but I think they're trying to capture that energy they got from going to Puerto Rico last year. In all these kind of, that's why they're doing a lot of the international pay-per-views. I refuse to ever call them a PLE, just like I refuse to call it Twitter or X Twitter or Twitter X. Yeah, you know what I mean there. <laughs> but yeah, I, but yeah, it's it's pay-per-views. But yeah, I think they're trying to catch that backlash from Puerto Rico. But that yeah. this crowd wasn't that. No, no. Um, but yeah, like I said, overall wasn't really much to that match. We all knew it was going to win. Um, Lorraine took the pin, which we all expected, and that was basically yep. it. Um, what do you want to you want to jump us into the main card here? We'll get this started. Yeah, yeah. Let's jump into the women's elimination chamber match. Um, we had Becky win, 
So Becky won a couple of notable things. Um, Naomi got eliminated first, which don't love that. And I'm kind of very confused where Naomi's going to fit in the card. I think we kind of already talked about how she's almost a little lost in the shuffle already, which is not a good thing just being back. I think kind of her and Andrade coming back full time right before WrestleMania is kind of tough. Like you kind of lose your place in the card. You're not really figuring into those plans. So, you know, Naomi gets eliminated quick. Um, you know, Tiffany Stratton, according to some, had a star-making performance. I thought she was good in there. It. I don't think, I don't know where everyone got this. She's a megastar performance and jumping jumping people on the card like Liv, which I think I mentioned that three times in that match. I'm very afraid about Liv's spot now. Um, no. You know, yeah. Liv, Liv looked great in the match. She, she actually pinned Bianca, which is a big deal, but... Mm-hmm. That you know, where does she go for WrestleMania? Where does Bianca go? It sounds like Tiffany's got some plans. What do you think of the chamber, though? I I had a problem overall with. I thought the match itself overall was kind of kind of boring. It, it picked up a little bit towards the end, a little bit more. Um, honestly, Liv was probably the to to me. Everyone say Tiffany Stratton was had this, like you said, some star-making performance. I thought Liv probably had the best performance. She actually somewhat used the environment a little bit more when at the beginning of the match, you know, was halfway through the match, we got, what, a couple spots up against the chamber, you know, getting thrown up against there. Yeah. But, I mean, if it's going to be a chamber match, use the actual chamber. It's it, That's what's supposed to be. If you're just going to have a regular match, you know, you don't, you know what I mean? So I had a problem with that. Um I, I did have a problem with Naomi being eliminated first. I, I don't I don't understand, you know, kind of like what you're saying to understand where she's going. The the mm-hmm. the fact that you know you have something like Tiffany Stratton lasts longer than something like Naomi, who's been a mainstay in the company for what over ten years. I know she left for a little bit, but she came back. Yeah, you know, but she's been Main in the company for almost a decade. Yeah. Yep. Um. So I don't know what they're doing with that. Um. You know, you really only have two women's titles right now. And now you're kind of getting a log jam up in the women's roster for yeah. opportunities for those titles. And I don't see Rhea dropping that title anytime soon. Um, no. So I, so that leaves one title for multiple people who want to get their hands on it. So it, it's definitely, you know, I, I, I'm definitely curious about what they're going to do with this. Um, you know, I, I at least I think I did call the spot right where um, I was said on the on the previous show where Tiffany was going to jump off the chamber with some yep. sort of moonsault. She she didn't do her yep. finisher, but it was close enough. Um, yeah, yeah, she did. She did a flip off the top. Yeah, um, but honestly, overall, not really a memorable chamber at all. I think mm-hmm. it's actually, I think when comparing it to not the same match right but comparing it to like the survivor series women's the war games match i thought that was a hundred times better than yeah than this chamber match and it was predictable like you said we we both said becky was most likely gonna win she won i was i wasn't really a fan of the ending at all when it was just kind of like the roll-up and then to the manhandle and ending it I was hoping yeah, that was... I was hoping that like at least Becky and Liv might have gotten like a little more one on one at the end. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, to, you know, at least for the last, you know, you know, to for the last spot. But um overall predictable, nothing really memorable. 
not mad that Becky won, um, but I definitely think that there's an issue and, you know, they're going to have an issue with the women's division. Yeah, yeah. I think, you know, like, where does that leave Bianca for WrestleMania? I've, I've seen the Tiffany Stratton rumors. I would love the Jade Cargill rumors, but I don't know if that would, I don't know if that would happen. But yeah, there's, there, like you said, there's going to be a log jam. And it's not like they have an Intercontinental or U.S. title in the women's division. They don't have a mid-card title. So there's really, there's really only two singles championships to go after. And please, maybe somebody could tell us what they see. I know I'm going to keep, I'm going to keep harping on it. But what does what do people see in Tiffany Stratton that people are acting like she's the you know the the a megastar already? She's been she's been on the roster for like a month and a half, and yeah, and I, I don't and I know I, don't, I just don't I know, know what she's done to, to to bar this praise. Like, what did she do? She did a flip off the top of the pod. That's an expected move that you that you should do in any chamber match. Like, I don't, mm-hmm. I I, I yeah, just I mean, don't get it. I mean, listen, she's fine in the ring but i just don't see like this megastar potential like maybe maybe and, maybe in the future but but yeah, everybody's I, already crowning her like like the top of the food chain already i'm just like yeah what just tell me specifics of what she's done to warrant that and i'll listen but i don't see it right now yeah and then and then not to even mention they took away they took away the music i thought that was kind of like helped with her aura the music and the cameras they took oh, all that away music. gave her a new song we even met the music her entrance music for chamber was terrible I don't even know what that was. Yeah. Well, before we move on, once again, please don't let Liv get lost in the card. That's all I ask. I don't know if you can tell, but I'm pretty... I'm I'm actually back in on Liv now. I don't know. Just seeing her back, I'm like, all right, Liv. You know what? Way to, you know, way to to win me back over. So you want to get us in the next match, Mar? Yeah, so we had the uh, tag team match for the men's uh, uh, Universal Tag Team Championships. We had the Fourth quarter, catch, new catch, something catch, whatever, 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 whatever uh, Pete Dunn and Tyler Bay call themselves. I Like I Big said, I still get boy, them baby. confused with the NXT, the, the catch something, new fourth <laughs> quarter. Against against Judgment Day, um, Finn Balor and Damian Priest. Um, once again, kind of fits with the theme of the whole event. Predictable. Yeah. We knew that this, like we talked about on the last show, it was just it was just a filler match. Um, the match itself was fine, you know. Like I mean, yeah. you have four guys. We have four guys that can all that can all work. So I knew the match wasn't going to be bad. It's just I don't really see how you could have any sort of investment in this match because you knew it was just literally a filler match to get you to WrestleMania. Um, so I mean, honestly, you know, it was it was a match that could probably have been on SmackDown. And not even the main event of SmackDown, to be honest. Yep, I, <laughs> they could have. They could. Yep, absolutely. That could have been a SmackDown match, and it wouldn't have been out of place. Um, that would have been one of those perfect like nine o'clock hour at SmackDown, like the turn of the hour. <laughs> um, and that would have been the perfect placement for it. Um, it was a fine match, but the near falls, and there were some really good near falls, but not once, even during all the near falls, that I think, oh, oh. Pete Dunn and Tyler Bate might win. Like Pete Dunn did the bitter end. They did their tag team finisher. They had like I think you noted that they have like so many tag team moves together. Dunn and Bate. Yeah, they did like three different double team moves, and I'm like, whoa. Yeah. And also want to note the fact that and um, 
shout out to Amy actually who was watching it with us when she was like, it'd be really sad if they had, had Dom help them to win. And they did. Because Dom pulled yeah, was the Dom pulled Damien. Was it Damien's foot over through the rope or under the rope to yeah. break up the count? And I'm just like, what is going on here where you know you're supposed to, you know, judgment day is supposed to be this dominant team, and they have to get help to beat you know, some some mid-card at best tag team. Yeah. Yeah, listen, it, it I just... can see when they needed help to beat Cody and Jey Uso or yeah. Sammy and Kevin. Yeah, but I don't know. It's getting old. It, 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 it's kind of like the whole, you know, you know, Roman thing where every match, every match he has, there's an interference. In every yeah. Judgment Day match, there's an interference every single time. And this is a quick aside. I think that's why people like Gunther, even though he's a heel, because rarely does Gunther win without side interference. He usually, you know, I know he just beat Jay without side interference, but most of the time or Gunther wins without outside interference, which people like, you know, you know, listen, build up monster heel. Let them, let them look good. They don't always have to win with interference. You know, they can, they can win on their own. And it, it does make sense for interference. Like on raw last week when, when, you know, or Jimmy helped Drew win. Yeah. That was that's act, that was actually our bias aside. That was actually a great time to do that because that was super unexpected. Nobody thought Drew was going to be pinning Cody. You know what I mean? Clean or not clean, but yeah. pin Cody in general on Raw. Um, you know, so there is a time and place for that. But at this point now, with the Judgment Day and with the Bloodline, just you just come to expect that every match there's going to be some sort of shenanigans. Um, yep, you know that occur, but. I don't really have I don't really have much more to say on this match. I don't know if you got anything else, but no, no, I'm I'm good with it. Um, but we can touch on real quick the Grayson Waller effect too. Um, how Grayson, you know, was in Australia, in his you know in his home country, did a shoey, which I don't know about you. I've never done a shoey. Surprisingly, I've never done a shoey, but I would do I don't a shoey. Never... Brand new though, have to be a brand yeah. new shoe. Yeah, yeah, that would be that'd be tough. But yeah, basically, you know, Cody comes out, Seth comes out. Seth had a funny face when Cody said he said he respected The Rock, and I'm like, same oh. Seth. That was good. <laughs> but yeah, pretty much the only the only two memorable or we got three memorable things. We had Seth saying he's medically cleared, which could have been a tweet. Um, you had Cody challenge The Rock. I wonder. I I'm curious when that would happen if they fight. They face each other night one, maybe. I don't know. Or maybe maybe they go down the road with that. Maybe like SummerSlam. I don't know. Um, please, please not night one. That'd be tough. <laughs> and also, Theory got Theory got you know a couple finishes done to him, so that was cool. Other than that, nothing really too memorable. Yeah, I I think I think the whole thing was just for them to announce two things that Seth. Well, Seth is. He's recovering from his injury, so he's gonna be ready for WrestleMania. And that Cody announced that he wants to face The Rock. I, you know, we'll you know we'll get into a much more deeper dive into WrestleMania as it gets a little bit closer. But, um, like I just, I really, I really hope that Cody and Rock is not a match on the card. Yeah, or or if it's gonna be, please don't let it main event night one. We have that spot reserved for our next match. <laughs> oh yes, <laughs> on the, oh yes, on the Chamber card. You want to jump you us, into, get us it? into it? You got it. Uh, yeah, you got I'll, it. I got this. So we had the men's elimination chamber match, and we went into it saying that there was only one option for us, and that is McIntyre, comma, Andrew. 
Drew McIntyre needed to win that match. He won the match. It was, you know, I was very happy with that. I know we were both thrilled with that. I don't care how it had to happen. It needed to happen. You know, and I thought it was a good match, too. I thought the men's elimination team was a really good match. I really enjoyed it. Um, A lot of that probably is because Drew won. But, uh, you know, Bobby got eliminated first. Didn't love that. Bobby Lashley. But I think we talked about that is, you know, what's going to happen? How are these guys going to get eliminated? You know, how how is this all going to play out? Um, I thought Kevin Owens looked fantastic. And it kind of set up a couple feuds for WrestleMania. You know, like AJ Styles, LA Knight. I think they're going to move forward with that. Logan Paul, Randy Orton. And then obviously Drew versus Seth. What did you think of the match? I actually thought it was easily the best match on the card. Um, I really, I I really enjoyed some of the spots with... um, when uh was it was it Drew unfortunately was getting his face smashed into the pod yeah and then and then uh was it uh Kevin Owens was punching him through the glass punching on the up. other side <laughs> I thought that was cool I thought that even Logan Paul who you know we're not the biggest Logan Paul fans but him drawing Kevin in the chamber with like 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 oh like he like Kevin Owens sucks and he's fat and all that like that was yeah that was that was kind of funny Kevin Owens standing in front of the chamber when Logan Paul was getting ready to get out Just was waiting. hilarious and he was like, he's like a horror in. movie villain like. <laughs> I thought, I thought honestly, Kevin Owens, I think probably had the, the best, I would think probably the most memorable moments in the chamber. He was, <laughs> we mentioned it. He reminded us of, of like old Kurt Angle when, yeah, like when, when from like the early two thousands, when we know the story, we won't get into it, but everybody knows the backstory. On oh yeah. Oh yeah. Kurt you guys... Angle in the, in the late Rufus or in the mid Rufus, you know, before he went to TNA. Um, Kurt but, Angle, you know, 2005, 2009, folks. Yeah, <laughs> that's what Kevin Owens was like. like. Mouth, banging on the glass. <laughs> we actually watched a chamber match from like 2000. Was it the 2003 one? Five? I think the one that Hunt or five. Yeah, where where like is just like the same thing where Kurt was just like foaming at the mouth in the chamber, smashing yep. on the smashing on the glass and all that. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no, there was there, there there was some there was some really good spots. I thought. Um, once again, predictable, but not a bad thing. Just it was predictable, yep. but it, especially I think it when was the story the right makes sense. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, it was, it was it was the right call. You know, you you could say you know boring, predictable, whatever, but no other choice made sense. You know, no. And you know, and like you said, I think you uh, you know AJ. I don't know what they're gonna do at WrestleMania because they kind of almost set up like three different matches potentially for for WrestleMania. But I, I think it'd probably make more sense to kind of lump those guys into a match for actual gold because, you know, Kevin Owens, Logan Paul, you know, is fine, but we've seen that already. You know what I mean? So, you like, you know, I, I'm hoping it's, you know, well, it, which is the weird thing, though, is because Kevin Owens and Logan Paul were feuding pretty hard in the match. But Logan Paul yeah. also screwed over Randy pretty hard too. So I don't know what they're gonna do. Like I know you mentioned it, maybe some big ladder match with AJ, Kevin, Randy, LA, LA Knight. Knight, Logan Paul. Yeah, and just do something. I think that probably makes the most sense because mm-hmm. I don't think I don't know how interested people would necessarily be just turning those into like three separate singles matches for WrestleMania. Yeah, I feel like there's not a spot in the card for that, especially now. They're not doing all these like 30 matches a night now. They split it into two nights, so. I don't know. I just think 
you know, a nice big U.S. ladder match, kind of like they used to do with Intercontinental ladder matches or Money in the Bank ladder matches at WrestleMania back in the day. Why not? Let's have some fun. And um, just want to say that Drew definitely deserves that spot. And I'm very excited to see him made a, hopefully made a vet night one and win the title against Seth. So um, that would be definitely see, seeing that definitely live would be complain. seeing that live would be amazing. Just want to reiterate, like I did on the, for the first chamber match in future chamber matches, please just use the environment more. That's all I ask. Yes. You know, yes. Logan Paul, you know, and besides, I don't want, I don't want people saying that the glass counts is like throwing somebody through the glass. Like that's just, that's just normal things you expect jumping off the pod. That's normal. But I want to see like the old school, like the old school chamber matches where these guys would just do insane things. And even last year when like Montez Ford, like went off the roof of the chamber and did a dive. That was, that's probably my only complaints um, with both those matches are just a lack of use of the environment. But um definitely the men's one i think was easily better than the women's and once again mm-hmm. probably the best match of the card um listen listen you can always you can always pop me when you spear someone through the plexiglass but just just hitting them with it is yeah when, when you spear them through it you got me but other than that so, so anything else in the men's chamber i got nothing um i'm i was gonna jump right into the last match on the card here Bring us um, there, my friend. Bring us there. So we got the hometown hero, Rhea Ripley, against Nia Jax for the women's title. So I know you mentioned it earlier. You couldn't really tell with the sound, maybe because it was outdoors. Rhea got a pop, it sounded like, but I, I didn't really, I thought the place was going to like explode when she came out. And I didn't really see mm-hmm. it. Um, but like I said, it could I be think it with had to be, yeah, I think it had to be because on it TV didn't sound, yeah. it didn't sound great on TV. Um, so when we were watching it, so I didn't see it, but, uh, you know, Rhea obviously came in as the favorite, um, you know, in her home country, had her family there, all that don't know. Buddy Murphy was there. Shout out to Mr. Murphy. No, but, no, I think you, I think you, I, I, he was on, uh, collision last night he ended up being on collision last night was he on collision yeah okay so he definitely well, he wasn't there uncle tony yeah. wouldn't Support- give the pto day <laughs> <laughs> come on come on uncle tony i come on i stand up for you you gotta you gotta take care of your people but obviously people know our feelings about nia Jax. i wasn't expecting much in this match at all and you're right. You said it was the main event. I don't know why I didn't think this match was gonna be the main event, but you were mm-hmm. you were right. I was wrong. Um, the the match itself was just not good, though. I I was I can't really remember anything memorable that happened in this match at all. And that's not the fault of Rhea at all. Nia Jax is just yeah. she's a trade wreck. I don't care what people say. Oh, she's been good. She's no, she's terrible. She's terrible. Nah. And the match ended so suddenly too. It was like just a mm-hmm. sudden end, which. To be fair, at that point, I'm just like, okay, fine. Like, let's let's end this so I can go get on with my day. What was the match, maybe? Because I know she hit the superplex and riptide, then won. But what was the match? Maybe 12 minutes. Well, I think 12 minutes. Yeah, I think around 12 minutes. Around, around like that 12 time. minutes. And it was yeah it was, because there was. And what could you remember from that match? I can remember anything that that was memorable. You know, I I, I just don't. And for and for 
what's crazy about that ending too was that Nia Jax was undefeated since she's been back. And it was just like two moves done, like nothing, you yeah. know? And that was after Rhea got put through a table and then got Nia Jax's new finisher. And then it was, it was just over, which once again, I wasn't complaining. I'm like, all right, let's just, you know, let's was, just finish was, this up. It, it was the right call. I, I don't think it should have been the main event, though. You were right, but I think the men's one should have been the men's championship should have been the main event. Um, I get it being in her home country, but but that match, you had you you know you left you left feeling pretty good after the men's chamber match, and then this match just kind of killed the vibes. At least killed it for me. It was just you know because you know you weren't getting any you know you know you know you weren't going to get any sort of surprise at the end. Um, we all knew Rhea was going to win, you know, and you and you had a match with somebody who's dangerous in the ring to be around in the first place. So yeah, I mean. It just it just kind of killed the vibes for me. Still a decent yeah. chamber pay per view overall, but I thought the ending wasn't great. Wasn't a fan. Yeah, yeah, and I think that kind of gets us into our, you know, our final chamber thoughts. Which, out of ten, I'd probably give it an eight out of ten. But with with the notion that a lot of that is because of the winners who won. Um. I think they made the right call in each instance on who won. So I think that gets it to be an eight for me. Um, you know, if you told me it was a nine or a seven, I wouldn't, you know, argue either way. So I'm going to kind of grade it in two different ways. With Drew winning an eight or a nine, because this is what we've been asking for for years. In the words of Big Dave, I've been asking for <laughs> it for years, is to see Drew back in main eventing WrestleMania. So... I have no problem with that. And I, obviously it's it's the best option. But if you're grading the card itself, taking Drew's win out of it, a five, maybe a six. I just thought the the matches themselves overall, it was a middle of the road pay-per-view. I don't think it I don't think it's a pay-per-view we're gonna be talking about, you know, a year from now or even a few months from now. Um I, I don't really think it's I don't really think it was anything memorable. Um, but the, the important thing is that it, it's leading to the storylines that we want to see. And I think a lot of people want to see, so I'm fine with that. But the event itself, meh, I've seen, I've seen a lot better. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, absolutely. I can't disagree with you there. Any other thoughts on Elimination Chamber? No, no. I mean, it was a you know, it was a four match card with that one pre-show match. So there wasn't really a ton that went on, you know, or to really to talk about. Um, like I yeah. said, I think the hardest thing is to even try to do a show dedicated to this was that there just wasn't a ton of memorable things that happened. It was very predictable. So like I said, it's it's hard to kind of kind of, you know, do an in-depth analysis on this when, you know, everybody kind of knew what was gonna happen anyways. Um, but yeah, um I'm I'm good. You got anything else? No, no. Just um, I'm excited for some of the drafts we have coming up. We've got some fun drafts coming up for you guys. Um, One that we're going to be putting out. I want to say what? The next two, three weeks, we'll get that one out? Yeah, we're going to try to get it out by, I would say, two weeks. We're going to we're gonna definitely have that out. Um, yeah. This this requires some prep work, so don't worry. We're going to be prepping for our draft, folks. Don't you worry. Yeah, no, and we'll have a lot of special guests on for that as well. 
Um, mm-hmm. And um, we'll probably maybe try to get some shorts out this week. Um, but if anything, we'll probably get our next show out next Saturday. We'll probably be our next uh, our next recording. So try to do a recap of what happened for this coming week. So, Yep. Sounds good. All right, everyone. So thanks for checking us out. Definitely follow us on our socials um, at Tapping Out Show on Twitter, YouTube, Instagram, TikTok. Um, send us an email if you want. And yeah, thank you guys for checking us out today. All righty, guys.